Oh, monsieur, with this fucking ass podcast, you'd be spoiling us. Rich and George, sponsored by Ferrero Rocher. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rich and George. <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is the Rich and George's 15 Minutes of Shame. Uh, you join us halfway through uh, Richard having a bit of a laughing attack. I'm just being smug. Uh, so, um, it's just such a shame that you didn't get to hear that, listeners. Anywho, um, so, um, before we do anything else, we're going to do our uh, weekly, irregular, weekly, regular feature. Yeah, um, by popular demand, popular demand meaning we don't want to talk about the subject for longer than maybe eight minutes, <laughs> and we thought we could stretch this out by doing one of our popular regular features. Exactly, so this week it's going to be Desert Island Lists. So, um, so Richard, um, if you were to be stranded on a um, hypothetical island, which lists would you want to take with you? I would take... I mean, I, I, I do want to stress at this point that we are kind of scraping the barrel with regards to words that scan with discs. Yeah. Um, it doesn't necessarily make any sense, but let's have a go. Good, you know, um, go for it. I would probably go for the composer list. I like that. That's good. Um, obviously, Schindler. Schindler's list. Yeah. Um, I would probably go a shopping list. Why would you take a shopping list? Uh, just a, just a, a bit of normality. <laughs> but I, I, I'd probably just... I'd need it for the supermarket on the island. Yeah. Um, because there's Naldi everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's deserted because there's no people but they've still got supermarkets haven't they yeah so I'd need that I'd need that shopping list to remind me well why don't actually I could just live in the supermarket you could do that because then I've got housing and I've got food right next to me and no, most supermarkets no. have kitchen facilities no you're not allowed to park more than two hours in right. but yeah but I'd I'd take a list of blue badges with me so okay. that I could park in the disabled spots Okay, cool. And well, if I'd been washed up on a desert island, I'd be more than likely disabled, whether leg mental or head mental. Yeah. So that's one of your lists again, really, isn't it? Having a list of blue badges. I don't know what that means or how that no, works. No, I know. It's how I'd, I'd also take a list of rescue equipment. Um, this is this is awful. Because mm. because, because essentially you you'd, you'd be there without any rescue equipment or any supermarket food, what you would have is a piece of paper saying what you wish you had. New game, right? This new game is going to be, if you're stuck on a desert island, right, and Peter Andre is the only other person there, and he's up for it, how long would it take before you agree to have sex with Peter Andre, as a, merely as a way to pass the time? Um, well, I suppose that would be part of the week's torture. For you or for him? For him. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't be gentle. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, like, you know, like I said with the Princess Diana one, I don't actually want anyone to die, but if I'm on a desert island, I don't want... No, 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 no it's I, not... The whole not point about... of a desert island is it's deserted. Yeah. And if I have a choice of who to take with me, 
Peter Andre would not feature in the top seven billion. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, I, 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 I just think I would have more. I would, you know, it would be a week where I wouldn't really have to think about. Oh, I haven't got anything to do. You know, it'd be a little treat, um, and I could just take my time over just dismembering him. Cool. Right. But to answer the question, how long would it take before you'd be willing to have Two sex days. with Peter Andre? <laughs> <laughs> Just pretend I'm a mysterious girl. Yeah, I was thinking. That. <laughs> I was thinking, how can I work that song in? Um, oh, with Bubbler Riggs. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering how I could work that in, which is probably what you'd say to him, right? So, <laughs> so, um, so with Desert Island lists um, kind of out you of the way. You haven't done any of yours. Well, I think um, I think your list was much better than anything I would have come up with. I had two. One of them was obvious, and the other one was just the name of a composer. No, I just come up with the names of the games, and you you play them. Okay, I am your dancing monkey. Exactly. So uh, so let's dance. Um, so this week we were going to talk about Princess on Board. Yes. Now now this was an idea of Rich's, uh, and he's now going to elaborate, Richard. Um, yeah, well, there's, there's nothing I find either more funny or also more infuriating than when you, you, you're driving and you come up to a car and, in the, and it's kind of, it's normally a, like a Fiesta or a, I don't know, Ford car or something like that. And, and in the back, you've got a feather boa. Corsa. Um, yeah, Corsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if they're quite wealthy, then like a Peugeot 306 or something like that. Um, but never bigger than a normal hatchback. Because hmm. that wouldn't be cute. No, because that, that, that's not what a princess would do. Um, and so, apart from Diana. Um, and so basically, you pull up behind them and there's a pink boa in the back. And there's a little, you know, a sticker in the back and it says princess on board. And it's like a cartoon they've basically got from some shitty Clinton's cards thing that some ironic friend bought her and then you drive along the side and there's kind of you know maybe a sticky thing in the window um and then you keep a pink monkey maybe maybe a pink monkey you drive along and you just catch sight of a flower in the um in the cup holder and and you know exactly what's coming you drive past and it looks like a man essentially it's it's a fat (laughs) fucking horrendous woman that in no way is she a princess. In no way is she a woman. Uh, she's essentially oh, just... She's, it, it might as well just say, I, I don't know, just kind of behemoth on board. And it, it just... It's that... I don't know. I, I found it quite funny that, that in her mind she sees herself as a princess, when in reality she's just a massive troll. Um, and, and this isn't just... I'm not being too specific because there is someone in the village that is exactly that. But there's also lots of people that I've driven past. And pretty much as soon as they're driving a princess on board thing, you know when you drive past, it's not a princess on board, it's hell. You left out one important thing there. Eyelashes on the headlamps. Oh God, yeah, I forgot you can get them. Eyelashes on the headlamps and the steering wheel has to be covered in a fluffy pink thing. And something hanging from the mirror as well. Yeah, Um, their dignity. Maybe a smiley face on the front of the car. Oh, all I know is, if you're feminine, you shouldn't need to decorate your car like some kind of gay tank. 
to make it sound like you, you are actually... Yeah, you, me think the lady doth protest too much, or <laughs> not even lady. But basically, feminine girls just drive cars, and they realise it's just a car to get from A to B, and then when they step out of the car, they look feminine because they're feminine. Hmm. These people that decorate their shit wagons into looking like, I don't know, like a, a kind of... Like a fancy dress float. Well, it's it's more like a Barbie convention or something <laughs> like that. It's just, but they're always, always try it. Just, dear listeners, next time you drive past someone with a princess on board thing in the back of their car, or if you are one of these people, you are ugly, or the people that drive those cars are ugly okay. um, and aren't princesses. Yeah, if you could tweet us with a picture of said car with said occupant. And we can try and work out if the amount of pink fluff and tat is proportional to the perceived weight of said person. Yeah, exactly. There we go. And um, I would like to say, oh, we have to. Go on. Well, no, no. I, I just think it would be. I, I can't believe that they, uh, the BBC, often kind of send out um, research by the University of Norwich has said that eighty um, percent of people eat with their mouths open, stuff like that. It's like it's like. Well, what's the point? That obviously got some kind of funding. Why can't we fund this? I would be more than happy to be that researcher to go around and take photos of hideous people with princess on board stickers. And there is a direct correlation between the amount of pink in a car and the amount of femininity of the person. Right, okay. Discuss. Nice. Or have we just have? I tell you what, if you um if you can take your pictures and stick them on a tweet and do hashtag Princess on carbs instead of on board. And we'll see if that works. Um, I know that our loyal listeners never get back to us with anything. Fucking no, never. We are but, going to be saturated. But, but that doesn't mean that we're going to stop giving you ideas to basically get in contact with us. Hello, this is Stephen Hawking. Back again to tell you all about Rich and George's brilliant 15 minutes of shame. The lads have very kindly commissioned me to do this as I have lost my job as a physicist following my $100 loss bet on the existence of the Higgs boson. It turns out that I have built a career coming up with outlandish theories that I thought could never be disproved in my lifetime. Unfortunately for me those cunts at CERN built the Large Hadron Collider and proved I was wrong all along. Now my web of lies and deceit has collapsed around me and I'm left promoting free podcasts to people who have already downloaded them. I'm not even getting paid. I think I need to reevaluate. But keep listening. Now, I would like to say one thing. And that is with the princess on board sign on the back, um, that often reminds people of the annoying signs that they find them annoying where it says like, Baby on board, right? And I used to find them annoying. And everyone always says, oh, you've got a kid on board. Okay, then I won't crash in, into you. I'll be extra careful. Pricks. Oh, I hate I hate people who have those. That's what everyone always says. It wasn't until I had kids myself that I realised the point of the sticker is not to show off you've got kids. It's not to show off that your balls work. The point is that if... That's why you're driving so slowly. No. The whole point of the sign is that if you're in an accident, you have a yellow sticker in the back that's saying... <clears throat> There's a kid in the back, get them out first. That's the whole point. So the emergency services get there, and you're saying, if I die, fine. Is it really? Yes, get them out. 
That's the whole point. But I, it's misunderstood by everyone who doesn't. Okay, have but I also think it's misunderstood by people who have kids. So what? Because a lot of these stickers aren't stickers; they're little plastic things that might as well say "Princess on Board." In a crash, that's the first thing to go. Well, no, I think that the Princess on Board thing is a good idea because basically, this girl crashes. They have the Princess on Board thing in the back which is purely for her, yeah. and the emergency services are then encouraged to search the back of the car before getting her out. No, no, so it, it's a euthanasia thing <laughs> in order to thin out their numbers. Literally thin out. So I think it's, it, it's a campaign by Halfords to make the roads safer by weeding out the sort of people who think it's a good idea to have furry things on the steering wheel. Do you think that's actually... Um, do you reckon that's in the, the fireman the, the fire, um, kind of handbook? So that they just go, right, okay, upon coming up to a car, have, have a little look in the back. If it says baby on board, get in the back first. If it says princess on board, fuck it, just go and tend to the wall. Or, or, or lamp post. Or piss. Or, yeah, <laughs> or just, just turn the bastard around. <laughs> just, if there's no other cars involved and there's no one else hurt, then just turn it around, go back, go to McDonald's or something, pop back once it's burnt out. Yeah. And then it's so much easier, and then you don't have to get your hands dirty. Yeah, exactly. You know, those uniforms cost a lot to fix. Yeah, they may as well phone, phone back and say, are there any other jobs that I need? Well, not only that, but the fact is, if there is a princess on board being burnt alive in the front seat, you don't put water on a fat fry, do you? you it's boiling fat. Exactly. It will just blow up in their face. So, yeah. if anything, that is saving their lives. So, they need to phone back to the station and say, a massive tea cloth. Yeah, we need, <laughs> we need a damp tea cloth. Not, not a wet one, a massive one. More, yeah. more like a bed sheet yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or just, okay. just some soaking wet tarpaulin. And could you just send along some like raw chips? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've just suddenly thought about cooking chips in human fat. Oh, yes. That's going to be another podcast, I think. Is that... Oh, dear. But why? I don't know. <laughs> I, th- I think I displayed a bit too much interest in that. Yeah. Well, you've just finished off a bag of pork scratchings. <laughs> Between us. I, I, I had maybe one. <laughs> Kilo. <laughs> I love pork scratchings. Right, well, I think we're coming quickly to the end of our time. So um, so please, everyone, take on board what Rich has said. And, um, and um, yeah. Yeah, if you have got a princess on board sticker in the back of your car... Either take it down. Are, or... Yeah, take it down and lose weight. Or just keep it up and be a statistic. Cool. Love you. See you later. Apart from the princess on board, people. Bye. Bye. Rich and George. Less chat and more new music.